hey guys do you do you want to make a podcast let's make the podcast podcast let's cast the pod i fell off my chair which is (laughs) with excitement about the podcast this is an excellent start to this our podcast i don't know if this is the beginning or not (laughs) i feel like it shouldn't be but part of me is like why lie to the people who are listening (laughs) this isn't a DD podcast uh, not really. It's only, allegedly, a D&D podcast. This isn't a group of seasoned tabletop battle veterans. No. This is a group of disaster humans out to roll bones, make questionable jokes, and possibly, if they're lucky, find some kind of story along the way. And they're guided gently by me, a sentient dumpster fire. We just wanted to be extremely clear about what y'all are getting yourselves into. That being said, welcome to Horizons Point, you goddamn nerds. Let's get weird. Welcome to... Horizons Point, an actual play, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Allegedly! Yes, yes, thank you, Greek Chorus. Allegedly, this is allegedly a D&D podcast, um, which I say because I don't know the rules. Um, there are people here who claim to know the rules. Uh, I know these people to be liars. Um, I love them, but I do know these people to be liars. Um um, I don't even, I don't even know what combat is, so, like, I don't, I still don't understand what a challenge rating is, so, like, I just, would like, love talk. to know who is lying that says they understand the rules. I don't know. I do not. I don't I have know. a name in mind, but I'm not gonna say that name. That's, that's good. Keep them guessing. Keep, keep the audience guessing about the is name of the person Is it someone famous? Is it someone I know personally? Know is it Gary names. Gygax himself? Who Gary knows? Gygax allegedly knew the least of the rules. Gary Gygax is the one that was like, I don't fucking know, man. There's a jello that eats people. Go. Well, we know the golden rule, which is that the rules really only matter if you want them to matter. Yeah, the golden rule, and that is something that's very important about what I guess is going to be a podcast when we're done with this. Um, The rules only matter when it's funny for the rules to matter. And when the rules don't matter because it's funnier that way, that's what we'll do. (laughs) So that's how that's going to go. So, uh, welcome. Uh, welcome to this game. Welcome to our lives. Uh, we're gonna have fun, allegedly. And, um, yeah, I guess I should get started talking about this fucking podcast. Uh, first of all, uh, my name is Ashley, Ashley Marie. I am your dungeon... Dungeon Master has implications to it that I don't like on, like, a lot of different levels, so I'm not gonna call myself that. I am your... You know what? Today I'm your ding-dang motivator. Yes! Your ding-dang motivator, because I'm here to motivate you. There it is. Here we go. Motivator Uh, ding-dangs. Motivator ding-dangs. I have created this world for reasons that I still don't fully understand, and neither do my friends. Speaking of my friends, they are going to be in my world, and they are here to have me hurt them, and they are here to like that. Um, Because that's the kind of people that we are. That being said, you guys want to say who you are? Uh, Because that would be a cool way to start this. I'll go. great, guys. (laughs) 
<laughs> that we're all just staring at you in silence because we're on Zoom but not recording the Zoom. It's, so it's we're just like silently nodding and giving thumbs up and it's just very, watching you talk. <laughs> it's very like Children of the Corn, like you have my woman and I am the Outlander. It's very that. <laughs> Very well, bad. when everybody talks over each other, it's just bad audio. So we're just being way more polite than we probably should. Yeah, don't be polite. I've never known any of you to be polite. Please don't start now. This is not that kind of show. Okay, I'm gonna. Caroline said that she would start. Caroline, I'll did start. Start. Hi. Hi. I'm Caroline, and I'm ready to get hurt. That's close your DMs. Close them immediately. Close them immediately. You know, I you have, did a bad. I I have tried, and yet I still. <laughs> Managed to get people trying to buy pictures. They don't specify what type of pictures they want to buy. Just that they would like to buy pictures. And, you know, he looks like he is maybe 14 years old, which is more concerning. But also, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have the cash for it. That's probably why so, he offered you $5,000. He's allowance. like, that's money. That's money. That's an amount of money that's real, right? That's what grown-ups for, have? I don't know. I've never seen money. I'm 13 and everything is digital. I have Bitcoin. I have a Bitcoin, which is all the he, money that's ever been created. If he's got Bitcoin, he has the money to pay for these photos. <laughs> so. He's probably got GameStop stocks right now, too. Arguably, if he didn't specify what photo, you could just like, send like some good cat pictures. That's what I'm saying, man. Does he want to see pictures of my pussy? <laughs> and there it is. There, there it is. we go. Yes, and yes. I loved it. Well. Perfect. Is that a sports word? Twenty dollars, please. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Caroline's fun fact. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, to finish my introduction, I'm Caroline. I'm ready to be emotionally hurt by Ashley. Uh, my pronouns are she/her, and um, you know, my character is not at all feral. Y'all get to know her later. Um. Thank you for reminding me of the thing that I said that I was going to do. Uh, my pronouns are also she, her, and I meant to say that in the beginning, and I didn't, because asking someone for their pronouns is a normal and good thing to do if you do not know. Um, cool. So thank you, Caroline. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Uh-huh. My name is Mike, or Michael. Doesn't matter. It People does. get more up in arms about it than I do. He, him. Here to get physically, mentally, and emotionally hurt. So mm-hmm. all three. Jackpot. <laughs> what they call a triple threat. Wait, don't want up me, Mike. The problem is, Caroline, you started, like, kind of, like, mid, and we really needed someone to, like, go, like, down, like, towards the floor level, and we kind of started in the middle, and now we we have to go through the roof. You, um, you did literally start us off by saying, hurt me. You did. You did do that. My, Would you need to my... specify that this is not a BDSM podcast as well? I don't want to make... I mean, it could be. I don't like you know. labels. I don't Let's like Let's don't paint ourselves into a corner. No. Yeah. Let's not, My mother's going to be so proud of me for all of this. I'm pulled of you to really assume proud. anyone's mother is going to listen to this fucking podcast. <laughs> God, hey, Mom, if you're listening, doesn't... first off, why are you here? You're not going to understand anything. Mom, you don't uh, understand second anything. off, just go ahead and sign off. You don't need to hear any more of what's going to happen. Yeah, this is um, fun fact about myself, I'm going to try and take notes for this campaign, and I'm taking bets to see how long that will last. So, is it like an over under, or what are we what are we talking about here? Price is right rules all the time. Okay, okay. Then I bet one. I bet one. One session. One. Okay. I can't be wrong if I don't clarify. Classic strategy. <laughs> Excellent. Very good. Well, we need um, someone to take it down to floor level, uh, since we've already peaked. So I guess I'll go next. Throw me down on the ground, Paige. I will throw you down on the ground. Um, 
That's it. That's all I have. That's my entire intro. <laughs> I'm done. I have to sign off now. Uh, I am Paige. She, her. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to play off of Mike's fun fact where he's going to try to take notes. I am a chronic journal abandoner. If you could see my desk, there is a stack of about seven to 10 on the surface of the desk and probably five or six more hiding on my shelf where I get them for a reason. I get really excited about them. I dedicate them to a specific task. And then within two to three to four uses, I abandon them and never see them again. What are the intended tasks? Like, are they just like diaries? Is it like, this is my gardening notebook? This is my things my dogs did yes. that are cute notebook. Actually, yes, I have a gardening notebook. Are God, you in my room? I'm in your brain, buddy. You're I'm in my gonna, brain. I have one little tiny hurt green you, one. I gotta know what's gonna hurt. You are gonna hurt me. I'm trying to, av- I am not ready to be hurt by Ashley. That's the other thing. I'm going to step I'm going to step back from that and say I know I'm going to, but I am very much not ready to be hurt by Ashley. You did this. I did this. And the, the fun thing there is every time I've talked to Ashley, she's very like calm. Oh, yes, that's a that's a wonderful fact you've told me about this character that you're building. I'm certainly not going to use that against you, and it didn't occur to me until about a week ago. So I am sure there's plenty of ammo. Uh, but yes, I, I have. I mean, I don't I've know gotten what a lot of that about. too. I, yeah, I don't know funny. what you guys. I was extremely truthful with all of you, and I said extremely truthful things. Like I certainly haven't taken screenshots of these conversations to send mm-hmm. back to you later, laughingly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the comment where I went, "Oh no." Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, that's no, the what thing, have, though. What I specifically, I, I specifically said I didn't do that, though. And you're not allowed to lie on the internet. This is America. I'd like to to pull up a a specific message Uh here, Uh if I can. Please, please do. Uh Here we go. Does it end end with upside down smiley faces or a shrug emoji? It it does not, but it's just like, you could take this a million ways, Mm -hmm. and it just says, there are are so many things I want to say to this, but I'm just going to say, quote, cool, great, thanks, end quote, for now, because otherwise it might explode, which tells me nothing about whether that's good for you or good for me or bad for everybody. So, thanks, Ashley. It's at least two of those things. I have Uh, run either full-length or or small campaigns for uh, everyone here before, and um, my big thing is the upside-down smiley face and the uh, sideways shrug emoticon, uh, which, once upon a time, Adam bought me a lighter that uh, has that on it, and I still have it. Anyway, with that, I'm going to toss this to Adam. (laughs) Hi, then there was me, um, Adam, they, them, um, I'm terrible at find a fun fact about yourself, so I'm just going to introduce myself as a shiny little possum rattling around in a big dank trash can. That's, yet, that's the most accurate way I've ever heard you describe though, is the thing. I want to redo my intro now. Do you want to do yours again? Do you want to do yours again? (laughs) I would like to talk about pussies less. (laughs) No, I want to know what kind of animal you are and what you're rattling around in, Caroline. We're all fucking possums at a trash can. Don't even. <laughs> don't even I pretend. actually, I think I am the fat raccoon that lives in the dumpster at my complex that I sometimes see early in the morning when I throw trash away. And he or she or they look at me like, this is our time. Go back to bed. Because Caroline's a psychopath who went to the gym at 4.30 in the morning in the before times. Either way, it's good to be friends with your neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I think I am specifically that raccoon. I I am specifically the possum that my parents thought was a cat for uh, many months. 
because they had a sliding glass door and it would come up behind them and it would be dark. And I'd be like, oh, the cat from next door is here. And then a lightning strike would happen and it would be a possum being like, ah, just sort of staring into their, their glass. And my parents are like, that's, that isn't a cat. If it it's is. It's a weird cat. You problem. described half of one of the scary stories to tell in the dark. I need you to know that. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Um, cool. So that's us. You've met us. Is there any... I'm sorry. Does, does anyone need to um, talk about pussies more? Because that's the only edit that I could possibly see that anyone would need from this entire experience is that there has been a lack of pussy talk. Um, I'm personally I don't at a good a level for this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm okay, I think. Good. Okay. Just really wish I'd talked about that less right off the bat. Look first six minutes of nadpod are just talking about dragon pussies okay we are we are following a solid precedent and um if anyone has a problem with it then i'm gonna blame caldwell tanner um this is my first step in growing up to become emily oxford so mm. fair 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 i am gonna grow up to be siobhan thompson Ooh, i'm gonna grow up to marry right? one of them cool so uh i guess we should get into talking a little bit about uh, this world. Um, this is not a module. This is not uh, a pre-made campaign of any kind. This is um, just something that I sort of wrote, um, which, as I understand it, is exactly what you're supposed to do as a first-time DM. Um, you should ignore everything that has ever been written. Uh, you should not ask for help. You should not read any tips and tricks. You should just say, I've watched cumulatively well over a thousand hours of D&D content via podcasts and YouTube videos. I basically am Gary Gygax, and that is what I have done. So you may all now refer to me as Gary Gygax. Uh, don't. Don't do that. I won't respond. Um, but uh, to give like a weird background on this, on this world, actually, uh, in 2019, um, Paige and I asked our friend... Emma, uh, who was playing in another D&D campaign that we do still play in, for prompts for National Novel Writing Month. And Emma gave me a prompt um, that was, I think, sexy times in Victorian London or something like that. I think we asked for a time period and a phrase. Yeah, I think... So yours amounted to sexy time in Victorian. Yeah, that was something... It was something... I thought we both got sexy times, which would be on par. I think my mind was sexy time in the roaring 20s, which mm. is why I wrote a sentence and spent the rest of my writing time looking up a uh, fun lingo from the 20s to add in and make it realistic. And that I never recovered from that rabbit hole. Uh, so you were significantly more productive <laughs> in your creation. Very good. Excellent. Yeah, I didn't. I, uh, I, I wrote several pages about this world that just sort of came to me unbidden and then I threw it away for a while and then I decided to make it into a D&D game because uh, we're in a pandemic still. Um, God, I hope that there are people in the future listening to this and thinking, God, yeah, remember there was a pandemic? <laughs> we're still doing it now. Um, and I just, I wanted to play a game with my friends and I wanted to tell this story because it feels important to me in a way that I can't fully describe and I'm not going to try to. Um so I hope if you're here and you're listening, you enjoy it too. Um, and if you don't, I mean, no hard feelings. Uh, I am sorry for how terrible your taste is, but no hard feelings. Um, <laughs> yeah, neg the listeners. Um, <laughs> it's the best start. It's the best start. To it's a how, brand new podcast. It's every relationship I've ever been in started with negging, um, which is why I'm single. Hey, anyway, moving on. Um so the city that we are going to be playing in, and I am confining this game to a single city, uh, this takes place on the city of Horizons Point. Um, Horizons Point is a city of roughly a million people, 
and it is located on top of a, an extremely tall rock outcropping in the middle of the ocean. Um, thousands of feet in the air and completely surrounded by a very nearly impenetrable fog. Um, it is uh, dark and rainy, and it is smoggy and Londonish. In terms of cool shit that's happening in there, um, basically it's sort of a, a republic in terms of the government. Um, there are seven districts. Uh, I think seven. I think I decided on seven. Yeah, there's seven districts. Each district has a representative, um, and then those representatives, along with the sovereign mayor, sort of run all of the political dealings um, that that go on along with the help of their aides and their staff. And there are town hall meetings where, you know, folks can come and say, hey, I have a concern that I would like to bring to you. Um, in terms of like the people that live there, I'm not, for descriptive purposes, we'll say, yeah, that's an elf. Yeah, that's a halfling. Yeah, that's a dwarf. But we're not really going in terms of, of, you know, racial makeup like that. Like in Horizons Point, you would be like, that's a short person with pointed ears. Or, you know, that's a very tall person with gray skin. Like that kind of language just doesn't exist. There's just people who look a little bit different. Um, and that's how we're, that's how we're doing that. Um, other uh, sort of important uh, figures in the world or important institutions in the world, um, there is the garrison which is sort of the protectorate and all of what we would consider um, sort of those nasty socialist services that no one likes to think of as socialism. Um, sorry, didn't mean to get political. That's a lie. It's going to happen. Um, uh, the garrison is, is split up into two sections, the guard and the constables. Um, the guard you can kind of think of as your fire services, your EMTs, um, your de-escalation squads, your mental health professionals who you would deploy to a scene where, let's say, someone with mental health issues was having a, um, um, a meltdown of some kind or, or having an issue of some kind. Um, you would have a team, ostensibly, uh, trained in how to deal with that person that you would then send to them. Wild fucking concept. Um, the constables, on the other hand, are more of the sort of crime-fighting unit, um, possibly like the FBI uh, or your more standard, your more standard police officer. Although there are no beat cops as we might think of them that exist in Horizons Point, um, there is also a giant wall around the city, and that's one of the constables' jobs is watching this wall. On the outside of the city are a couple of hundred people who live in what has essentially popped up as a shanty town. Uh, this is called Horizons Edge. And residents of the edge are extremely poor, generally disenfranchised. They are not considered members of the city, and there are restrictions imposed upon them. Um, they're not treated particularly well at this time. Um, because, you know, if this was a, a utopia, wouldn't be very fun to play in. Um, Religion-wise, uh, there's the Cenary Basilica. There's a pantheon of six gods, uh, the concept of which... Uh, is balance. Um, some people have a focus on individual gods, but for the most part, um, they focus on the concept of balance and how the six of them fit together uh, and make sort of the ecosystem that they have. Um, the Senary Basilica is very important politically, um, and also very important politically is the Magical Academy, uh, which is called Fisk Preparatory Academy. Um, to use magic in the point you have to have a degree from Fisk or um, uh, some, some sort of documentation for them saying, hey, you've been trained and you're allowed to use this. 
it is extremely expensive to go to the school. It's not a luxury that a lot of people can afford. Um, so magic is very strictly regulated. It is generally saved for the upper class right now. Um, just sort of based on the way that that goes. Um, so that is a, a very brief overview of the world. This is, this is essentially our session zero. So we're talking about like very, very basic things, the very basic setup of the world. So I'm not naming big names right now. Um, but this is the, the big idea of the big players that you're going to see, uh, institutionally throughout the city. Um, and just as a heads up for anyone who stumbled upon this podcast without listening to another D&D podcast before and without playing D&D before, first of all, I don't know why this popped up when you Googled it. It shouldn't have. Uh, it should have been something else, but welcome. Um, but if you are doing your own session zero for the first time, this would also be a good point to talk about things like, you know, what subjects are off the table for you? Um, and, and discuss with your players their own level of comfort. I've played with all of my friends before, and so I know what their hard red lines are. And so you as the listener can be aware that there is not going to be any um, sexual violence of any kind. There's not going to be any homophobia, uh, racism as we understand it, transphobia of any kind. Those concepts are not interesting for me. They're not interesting for my friends. Um, and if you want to have those in your story for whatever reason, that is perfectly fine, but you are not going to hear about them here. Um, so do with that information as you will, but if, if any of those things are a trigger of yours, I can guarantee that this is going to be a safe podcast for you to listen to. Um, that is our general overview. So, uh, now I think I'm going to open it up to you guys and let you talk and give a little overview about your characters, who they are, um, as, as I would encourage you not to share too terribly much because you guys going to, you know, you want to get a little tease going on. You want to get, I want, I want the listeners to want me to hurt them. That's what I want most of all. To be all. clear, you want us to be teases? I want you to be teases, and I want you to tease the audience into saying, I would like to be emotionally injured by this woman. That's the thing that I want. Um, I'm really not gonna, guys. I'm real nice. I'm a Hufflepuff, I promise. Um, but I'm gonna tip it over to you guys, whoever wants to go first, give an overview of your character. Um, and then after that, we can just kind of see what happens. This is loosey-goosey bullshit, y'all. Uh, we doing this shit for fun. Um, so like, I don't know what's going to come out. I don't know what that voice is either, but it came out my mouth. Okay. Guess that means it's my turn. It you. You can talk about pussies very little now. Great. That's real we're exciting. We're hearing a lot. I mean, if we're supposed to be teases. <laughs> Entirely up to you. It's, it's your level of comfort re pussies. Great. Great. Done a great job starting this off for myself. I'm excited about where this is going to go for me. I am still Caroline, and my character's name is Aoife Donahue McKay. Aoife owns the Drunk Duck, which is a local bar, kind of your average blue-collar bar where a lot of the members of the garrison go after work, uh, frequently has live music, um, she grew up in the city of Horizons Point until she was nine, um, when her parents died and left her orphaned. And she, uh, spent most of her formative years in Horizons Edge. Uh, she didn't have any family to go live with after her parents passed away. She then met a dashing young man named Callum McKay as a teenager, and they fell in love and got married. And... 
Callum took a job as a guardsman in the garrison until he uh, tragically passed away. And um, Aoife, during that time, was able to buy the drunk duck. Uh, She has built close relationships with many of the members of the guard. She has a lot of good friendships in Horizons Point. Um, but she still cares deeply about the people outside of the wall, her people, the people who took her in when nobody else did. Uh, and the most important thing to know about Eva is she has a pet raccoon named Gizmo. Mm-hmm. Gizmo is the only character that actually matters in this entire podcast. Yeah, this is why to Caroline extreme... had to go first because we couldn't bury the lead. You guys must know about Gizmo. To be extremely clear, this podcast is going to devolve into nothing but Gizmo's adventures. And y'all really and fucking love it. <laughs> sometimes you create a character that just takes on a life of its own. And sometimes she's a fat little raccoon sidekick who wields a butter knife and yells at people when she doesn't get her way and really just wants to hold money and french fries. So I'm excited for everybody listeners, fellow players, to take this journey of getting to know Gizmo Arabella Donahue McKay and all of her glory. And that is Gizmo's noise. Nothing is wrong with her. How dare you talk about my baby like that? Did you guys know that raccoons chirp? That's boring. I I was going to ask, Ashley, do raccoons actually sound like that? Nope, they sure don't, but Gizmo does. It, it's kind of similar to what mummies sound like, if anyone remembers that headline from a century ago. <laughs> How dare you! I forgot about it until right now. Yeah, it's, it's a cross between a mu- mummy and an old-timey mobster. <laughs> Gizmo's a half-mummified mobster raccoon. Why is this a problem in my steampunk London world? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, that is that is Aoife, and that's our overview. And really, everything I said about Aoife doesn't matter, because again, there's a fat raccoon named Gizmo that is somewhat homicidal that I'm excited for everyone to get to know. And she's really going to be the star of this show. Sorry to anyone who thought they had the best character. Yeah, Aoife and her her uh, very sweet romance and, like, the work that she's trying to do and, like, the bar she owns. Like, this is all truly just a vehicle for this uh, mildly rabid raccoon um, with knives and a fanny pack. Um, the raccoon does, uh, does have a, a fanny pack. Um, and no, I will not comment further on why. I'm mostly just excited that fanny packs are canon. Of course fanny packs are canon. I'm not a fucking heathen, Jesus. Yeah, God. Fanny packs are actually the one constant in all universes. So mm-hmm. that in elevators. In every in every alterniverse, there is an elevator, there is a fanny pack, and there are sentient cockroaches that watch you sleep. Why'd you have to add that last part? Because it's, it's true. Because it's the truth. I don't it is know. It's important. It is no. I hate everything about what you said. Well, I'm sorry that you don't like the truth, Caroline, but once again, this is fucking America. Okay. <laughs> Paige or Mike, which one of you came it, first? I forgot. It was it was me. It was you, Mike. I love you. Um hey, Mike. Um 
My character's name is Orion Fettlebind. Not Fettlebind, Fettlebind. Um, there's all sorts of backstory, longest backstory I've ever written in my life. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Um, we'll just to go through clear, the... it's not that long of a backstory, but it is the longest backstory Mike's ever written. It is the longest backstory I have ever written. Um, Orion Fettlebind comes from a fairly prominent family that has created a lot of the technologies that one would see in Horizons Point. Um going back quite a ways. Um, most of them have their own labs. Uh, as such, Orion's parents had their own lab and were working on something that was fairly top secret. Uh, but there was an accident and there was an explosion and his parents did unfortunately pass away. Um, Orion also lost his uh, left arm in that tragic accident as well, but being a Fettlebid, they don't stay down for long. Orion uh, was taken in by his grandparents. He went to uh, Fisk Academy and progressed very quickly, but about as quickly as any Fettlebind would progress through Fisk Academy, and has graduated fairly early and went to the garrison and basically told them he was going to work for them, and that was about that. So Orion Fettlebind is one of the uh, artificers that works in their research and development department. Um, he is also uh, followed around by a f fancy construct that is named Cosmo after his father, and he also has a cool prosthetic arm that does everything that a normal arm can do, but it looks cool because it's wood and metal. Which is the important part, that it looks cool. Which, if it was completely 100%. useless, that would also be fine, as long as it looked rad. Absolutely. Um, I, I have a very specific question for Mike. Does Cosmo have a fanny pack and a butter knife? He doesn't, but he does oh. have uh, a seat built into his back so that Orion can ride around and just take notes through the city. So arguably, so. is Orion his fanny pack? Basically, yeah. I carry Excellent. everything. I, as Orion, carry everything that Cosmo needs. So Cosmo just sort of stuffs things in you? So yes. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to my mute fast enough. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, Gizmo finds that kind of sus. That's okay. Ashley finds that kind of sus. There's this giant robot that's just sort of like stuffing items into a gnome. Like, that's... It's his Manny pack. <laughs> Boo! Boo this person! <laughs> Adam's grounded. Great. Adam's grounded. Um, I'll also add this in, because I think this is also probably something we should do. Uh, Orion, he, him. So. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. If you would like to include your character's pronouns, please do so. Yes, I will throw in Aoife uses she, her pronouns. Okay, now, Paige. It's my turn. I'm sorry, I was still recovering from choking, from choking on my tea. Thank you. The it's first like a giant robot just stuffed the tea just inside stuffing of things into a gnome. It's a steampunk turducken. Oh, no. I said it. Why? I've been hurt by Ashley. It's happened. <laughs> Yay! We just started. What are, what are, where happened. are we? Where are we? We are, oh, I think, like half an hour into uh, session zero, not counting the nonsense that we did before this. Yeah, who had half an hour for Ashley hurting someone for the first time? Because I have oh, been yeah. physically and emotionally hurt by Ashley. I, um, I did have I did have before Mike gives up on his notes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a given. That was a pretty hard given. Yeah, I am an upsetting she... individual. 
ain't pulling no punches. Um, speaking of upsetting individuals, uh, I would be... <laughs> That's so unfair because that's not actually true, but it was too good to not say. Uh, so I will be playing Kai, uh, she, her. Uh, if we want to get a little crunchy about it, she is an Aladrin Oath of the Redemption paladin. Um, but that's too crunchy. Look at you fancy using words Look at that me. you find Look, in I wrote it down because I thought maybe we were going to pretend. I page it. I play Dungeons I, and Dragons I like page an old person. I write things down. I, I, I take notes. I take notes. I page it. I have my dice organized clearly. Burda, burda, burda. I page. don't, I keep actually. I don't know where my dice are. <laughs> it's a good thing we're not rolling them tonight. I have no idea. Half of them are under my bed. Um, I will not elaborate further. Um... <laughs> So uh, Kai does not have much to say about her family. Um, she will at least admit they are alive. So that's different uh, from, <laughs> from everyone so far. Um, that's but other new. Than that, that's new. This is new and different. Um, but not much to say about them. Uh, you know, she'll kind of shrug and, and say they're, they're fine. Um, Kai also graduated from Fisk. Uh, although a bit more slowly than most folks. So she is registered to use magic. Um, after graduating, she became a member of the Guard, uh, specifically the de-escalation squad, um, with her drive to capital M, capital T, capital B, make things better. Um, she also has a fun, sweet sidekick that she stuffs items into, um, but he is not a raccoon. Uh, he is he's, an he's NPC. A full person. He is a full person, but I just, uh, I like the image of, of, uh, her also having a human fanny pack. Well, a dwarf <laughs> fanny pack. A dwarf fanny pack. It, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, to be clear, he is Gizmo's sworn mortal enemy. We are, uh, we are referring to, uh, every, every guard and every constable has a partner, um, for safety purposes, as well as for a system of checks and balances. Kai's partner um, is an, I don't have a nicer way to say this, an idiot dwarf uh, named Luke Himmelbo, um, which is a combination of many jokes <laughs> from many other campaigns. And also mostly based on the fact that for the longest time, I did not name him and we were just calling him the Himbo. So, Which we himbo. will continue to just Which call him continue. the himbo. Um, and he is Gizmo's sworn enemy because he doesn't understand the concept of raccoons and continues to refer to Gizmo as a cat despite um, continuous requests to stop. And, and more than one explanation on what a raccoon is and why it isn't a cat. We'll so, always be a cat to Luke. Always be. Lots of things will be cats to Luke. Lots and Luke of will always will be, be a fanny pack to Kai. So, I mean, that's what we're going to go for. That seems to be the theme. Uh, yeah. Kai, and, Kai and Luke basically share a brain cell, and mm -hmm. Kai has ownership of the brain cell 95% of the time. Mm -hmm. The other 5% of the time, it's really just like a whole... Like, I've never seen him have the brain cell, but it's... A, it's, it's, it's in the fanny pack. It's in the fanny pack, which is him. Unless he has a fanny pack, too, and we're doing fanny packception, which is... You know, he opens his fanny pack and there's just a top it's spinning in there and then he closes packs. it before you see which way it falls. Um, I cool. did realize in all of my excitement, I forgot to say what race and class Eva is. So, oh yeah. Do you want to, do you want to say, do you want to say that? She's, she's a half elf, uh, path of the spirit totem barbarian. What's her other half? Also elf. elf. You know, we're going to find <laughs> out. It's a mystery. Uh, no, it's it's supposedly human. 
Cool. Excellent. Uh, Paige, any, any more you want to share on Kai? Uh, yeah, I think the last thing and most important thing to know about Kai is um, if I were going to cast this as a movie. Extremely important. Uh, extremely important. She would basically be Gwendolyn Christie, but as an elf. Um, <laughs> and and I feel, Luke would I be... Like Gwendolyn Christie isn't an elf? <laughs> well, that's fair. So she, it would just be Gwendolyn Christie. Actual real real life human elf Gwendolyn Christie, <laughs> and yes, Luke is a tiny Oscar Isaac. Yeah, because look up any photograph of Gwendolyn Christie and Oscar Isaac standing next to each other. Just do it. Just go to Tumblr right now. Do you it, won't Caroline. It. You won't. Don't don't go to Tumblr. Nothing good's on Tumblr. <laughs> hey, I'm on Tumblr. I mean it when I say nothing <laughs> good's fair. on Tumblr. <laughs> I said what I said. I'm on Tumblr, and I proved your point. <laughs> there we go. We did it. A dam. And then there was one. I'd like to introduce everybody to Jenny. Jenny is uh, they, them pronouns. Jenny is a Air Genasi glamour bard. Jenny is also a shiny possum rattling around in a dirty <laughs> trash can. Yes, they are. Uh, Jenny is... I guess you would say a nickname. It started out uncharitably as children were making fun of them for the alleged genie nature of uh, of the father parentage who wasn't around. Um, and then they just eventually sort of decided to own it. So D-J-I-N-N-Y, Jenny. Um, Jenny's mom is a uh, pretty well-respected, I guess, tinkerer in town. Um, very successful, at least, having developed Clockwork Crashers. Um, it's oh, a live... Yes, we have. <laughs> Th- so these are these are Rock'em Sock'em robots, right? Please let them be Rock'em Sock'em robots. Um, they're, they're little tiny clockwork animals or monsters or whatever that are somewhere between a work-free Tamagotchi and a BattleBot. Um, the actual thing you do with them is battle them, but some people just, like, have them as low-rent pets. So it's steampunk Pokemon. It, it <laughs> might be steampunk Pokemon. Fuck yeah. Um, Jenny, on the other hand, has zero interest in the family craft, uh, has a lot of interest in the things that the family money can buy, and the comforts of that, but... Due to being more new money than, say, the rest of the gentrified class, they they aren't really super accepted at the, the, the fancy balls and whatnot of the mansions. So uh, G- Ginny can usually be found at a bar either in the center of some sort of party or as the basis for Do Crimes, local punk band and one of two local bands. The, the other being Hot Coyote, which came out because I tried to text Hot Couture, and it got changed to Hot Coyote. I was like, well... That's the name. That's the name now, is the thing. I don't, right, I don't what, make the rules. What You'd kind of I band did. is Hot Coyote? Um, pop steampunk. Oh. Yeah, all of, folk. All of this folk, folk steampunk. Folk <laughs> pop steampunk. I kind of wanted them to be an entirely different genre band so that the feud is completely on 
us for keeping it going. I have half of that band built in my head, and I guarantee you that the two people that I have built, you won't necessarily be the ones keeping it going, or at least not the only one. They're, they're trash. I make, I am a fine purveyor of trash. I need everyone to know this. I'm not telling my friends anything that they don't know. I am a fine purveyor of trash being garbage myself. Um, these people are garbage. They're garbage. I love them. They're garbage. So yeah, don't don't worry. There will be a feud regardless of what kind of music. Maybe they played different music before and then changed to a, a genre that they're not even as good at just to upset you guys. That's That feels like a thing that they'd do. We would pretend to hate that, but low-key love the attention. <laughs> yeah, obviously. All of, all of the bands, all of the two bands in Horizon's Point are made up pretty much exclusively of disillusioned rich kids. Um, which is another thing that I really like because it's just, they're just sitting here in the middle of town feuding and there are people, you know, 300 feet away from them going, cool, 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 cool. Can I have food or no? Okay. You guys are just gonna, you're just, you're just gonna insult each other about your hair. Okay, cool. This is fine. This is good. I like that it. actually gives me a nice segue back into, uh, rounding out Ginny is, uh, due to the genealogical parentage eh? boo uh, boo this person was, god boo that was incredibly beautiful thank do you do not encourage them Paige. thank you do not I, do this i will encourage them all day you long. cannot thank do you. this i will you know me i am the instigator jenny is typically a uh, a super pale individual with very weird light blue tones that tend to get more pronounced with uh stronger emotion and solid white hair that is constantly changing you will not see them twice in a week that they have the same hair but it is always either voluminous like clouds or has wispy details and feathered like clouds that's 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 my favorite thing about adam's characters it's like whatever form they take they have a level of extra to them that cannot be denied and that i find extremely delightful so a uh, base overview of everyone's characters we have a base overview of the world um I'm going to sort of open it up to you guys and see, do you have any questions for me? Do you have questions for each other? Um, what what more would you like to discuss here? Um, because I, I know that we've been talking a lot offline and, and everybody has sort of sort of the bones of, of what it is that we're going to be doing. And I certainly have a lot that I haven't mentioned here because it's not necessary yet. Um, but, you know, if you guys are curious about something, they, the royal they, uh, are probably going to be curious too. So I, uh, what y'all want to talk about? Y'all want to talk about anything? Let's, let's, uh, let's talk, let's do, let's do it. What do you, you talk, what do you talk about? What do you want to do? I want to talk about religion. You want to talk about religion? Okay. So much let's fun. Just... This is a first for me. So we have the Cenary Basilica that's kind of like the main, uh, big wig as far as churches and, and structures go. Mm -hmm. Um, Around the rest of the city, are there other smaller shrines to individual gods? Are they all sort of dedicated to the six gods? There are there are a multitude of other like tiny shrines and small temples sort of just scattered throughout the city. Um, most of them are not they're not incredibly noticeable. Um, think of them like you know it's like your corner store bodega. It's like you know I'm gonna go outside my house and like I'm gonna go to like the shrine that's down the street for me. Like I don't need to go to some giant service. Uh, at the Basilica, which may not be close to me. Um, some of them are to individual gods. Some of them are to the full pantheon. It sort of depends where you are. There are certain concepts that are um, associated with one god over the other. 
Uh, there are four elemental gods, uh, and then there are uh, there's the god of life and the god of uh, death. The four elemental gods are the whispering storm, which is air, the untamable glass, which is water, uh, the searing glory, which is fire, and what am I missing? The majestic architect, which is earth. Um, and then the, these are all uh, usually seen as genderless individuals. Uh, so those four gods have they, them pronouns um, when referred to. Uh, the other two, there is the god of death, who is the gentle lord, and the goddess of life, who is the unyielding lady. Um, those two have he, him, and she, her pronouns. And the concept of everything working in balance is, is at the, the, the real heart of the religion of Horizon's point. So, you know, even though... You know, the uh, secrets are kind of divided between, like, the, the whispering storm and the untamable glass. Um, you know, war, the concept of war, because it's just this city. Y'all have never had war. <laughs> the concept of war goes with the searing glory. Um, they, there are those distinctions to be made, but it's really all six of them together at any given point. Um, you can, it's kind of like in the, cap, you know, I joke about being a, a lapsed Catholic, uh, I am an ex-Catholic, uh, but it is very much like an intercession of the saints kind of thing. Like if you have a specific need for a specific problem and you think, you know, uh, I want the Syrian glory to help me with this, you, you can ask for help from a particular God. There are actually boxes in the Centauri Basilica where you can write down a prayer. Each God has their own box and you can drop your prayer in there. Um, uh, so there are smaller there are smaller shrines sort of throughout the city that would they wouldn't have their own box or anything but like if you wanted to stop into you know uh, a shrine to the majestic architect and say you know I want my my business to do well because the majestic architect is like the city itself um you know you might be able to do that you know send up a quick prayer so uh that was a long answer to your simple question of are there others yes yes there are <laughs> an excellently long answer I like to talk. What, what what else, guys? I don't have to be... I mean, like, you guys can ask each other questions. That's fine. If Unless it's, you know, something that you would rather take offline. That's also fine. Well, I think the, that begs the question itself of how much do we actually want to, like, talk about and hash out before we actually get into gameplay. I, I am generally of the ilk that it's always best to play it rather than to just talk through the whole thing which is generally why i don't like making backstories because i'd rather it just come out organically and think of it as i go along and not mm -hmm. trap myself which i'm doing something new doing that I'm, doing that new thing but. i'm in agreement with mike i'm mm -hmm. looking forward to playing a lot of the unsaid things out there is one thing that i do want to say uh and i have i think said this in chat with everyone but i just obviously people listening don't know we're texting each other so um there is no resurrection magic. Um, there is the revivify spell. So I will say that. Um, because I am viewing for purposes of this, the revivify spell as a sort of... Um, think of it like a magic defibrillator. Um, so you have a minute. But there is no raise dead. There is no true resurrection. Um, there is no reincarnation. Um, one of the things that I want to explore in this is the thing about D&D &D is that there is a lot of certainty about the gods. 
you know who they are, you know how to talk to them, you know what to do to get them to respond to you, and they have obvious and tangible intercession in people's lives. I want to play in a world where that isn't true. That is interesting to me. Uh, and so I am imposing what's interesting on me on you guys. Yay! Like what I, am, I like or else. I am thrilled by this. Um, just coming from, and, and there are a couple of folks in this group that have been in, in um, this campaign where we have a lot of folks who have healing and who have uh, all of the different resurrection spells and we're carrying enough diamonds that if anybody really died, we could bring them back. And there's just a, a sort of lack of stakes a lot of times in, in battles and in situations where it's like, well, if I die, I mean, they'll spring back, it'll be fine. Um, but beyond that, I, I'm also really excited to explore that idea. Um, because as someone who has admittedly not well, but who has been playing a cleric for the last two years. Allegedly. Allegedly. Not so much, no. Um, it, but yeah, that idea of, oh yeah, that's a god. They're real. They're here. They do things. We can talk to them. Um, it'll be really interesting to, uh, to play with the opposite of that. Yeah, you're, you're going from literally being half-god. Being, uh, being to, godkin. <laughs> be, yeah, Paige is literally godkin in our other campaign to being completely uncertain if even the gods are listening or possibly even if they're real. Um, you know, kind of very similar to the world that we live in right now. It's like no one, no one can really prove or disprove the existence of a god, as far as I can tell. Um, and resurrection magic in this world i like that question i like that being a question resurrection magic would sort of answer that question if you like died and came back and you were like yeah it's a totally different god man it's like it's it's just a dude on a couch i didn't know wild um that being said Paige, i know since you're playing a paladin you may get to a point where like one of the assigned spells that you just always have is like raised dead i don't know if that's true for your particular oath um but if any of you multi-class in a way or, or take any kind of improvement or feat or whatever that requires you to always have on hand a spell that I have just told you you can't use, talk to me and we'll figure out a different spell that would make sense for you to have. So. Just change is... the lettering a little bit. You know, it's not yeah. raise dead, it's raise bread. Yeah, yeah. It's just a baking spell. It's... Or praise dead. How do we get that spell? You just yeah. eulogize them. It's raise mead. You just get everybody wasted immediately on, on shitty, very sweet drinks. Oh, fuck. Now I want that spell. Everyone's very upset. Like, we all want that spell. I, I own a bar. This will be helpful for me. It'll be very good. I mean, if I can't explain enough how little I know about actually doing anything with Dungeons and Dragons, but we're going to fucking do this, guys. <laughs> I'm here to tell a story, and for the parts that I don't want to decide myself... You and me are going to roll some bones, and y'all are going to do the same thing with your stories. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, I, I just, I want it to be, I want to make a game that's going to be fun for you guys. More than anything. That's it. Okay, that part we have to leave then, though. No. Yes. I got all Yeah. Sad. No, we're, we're going to make them hear you be sincere. Exactly. Oh, and then, not... and then, and like... You know, 25 sessions, they'll get to hear you hurt us. They're so going to get to hear me hurt you almost immediately. Um, I'm sure they will. I'm trying to be nice right now. <laughs> good. Excellent. Speaking of ways I'm going to hurt you, um, I am about ready to 
close up shop, but I did want to let you guys know one little bit of tidbit of information um, for you guys to start thinking about. When we do play our first game, we're going to be at a festival. A festival? A festival. The King's Festival? There's no monarchy here, guys. I specifically said it was Republican. The Mayor's so. Festival? It <gasps> doesn't have the same punch at all. Um, the but Council's there is Festival. The Old Mayoral <laughs> Festival. Ye, ye old mayoral bash. There's 12 extra E's in there. You get to decide where they go. Um, so uh, it's a several Choose your own adventure. Choose. Mm, boo this woman! Um, I don't like any of you. Um, You're stuck with us. I hate it. I you chose you. this. I did. You did. I did. You I handpicked all of you fuckers. And you know what? It's because the person that I want to hurt the most ultimately is me. So here I am with you people. You know, we're going to be at a festival. It is a several day festival. Um, I, I haven't, I haven't written down the, like the specifics of it, but it is essentially going to be like the, the biggest holiday around the gods. Um, so like each God will have their own day or maybe two will be on a day or I, I don't know. Um, so think about what you might be doing. Um, will you be working one or two days? Will you be out enjoying the games? Um, will you and your weird band be playing a fucking concert? Um, like, what's going to be happening? I think you know we'll be playing a weird concert, I, me and my weird fucking band. I love your weird fucking band. I love all of you so much, and I love all of your characters so much. I'm just so pleased. Um, but yeah, think think about where you would want to be. Think about, um, you know, would you have to work? How long would you have to work? Like, wh what would you prefer to be doing? Like, do you just want to look around and explore? Um, do you want to take the opportunity to do something off the grid? Um, think, think about what you would do in, uh, in a situation where the entire town is going to be in a, a couple of, you know, a couple of square mile area. Um, and how you might use that to your advantage or how you might just have some fun. Uh, cool. So, before we close up shop, um, is there anything anybody else wants to add? Because, I mean, I think, I think we had the listeners from, like, minute one when we started talking about pussies and paying people for photos. Um, I don't think I have to like, edit any of this. I mean, it is, this is no. gold, gold this <laughs> from is, A to Z. Especially all of the parts in the beginning where I was stuttering uncontrollably and forgot the English language, which is my first and only language. Um, that was the best part, I think. It really um, mm -hmm. showed me as a vulnerable individual. And by a vulnerable individual, I mean someone who can't talk. I mean a motherfucker who can't speak, is what I mean. And yet here we are. In cool. an entirely audio format. In an entirely audio format. Oh, don't ASMR. I'm so sorry. Don't Paige hates ASMR. I um, so I won't ASMR anymore. I will just say ASMR, y'all ready for next time? Not anymore. <laughs> and I, when, I'm so sorry. I have to quit the podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Something has come up. Oh, great. So, hey, guys. <clears throat> I didn't think about how to close this podcast. What the fuck do I say? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> That's all for this time, folks. See you next time on Allegedly. Horizons Point, a D&D &D podcast. Allegedly. Allegedly. Podcast. Podcast.
Son of a bitch, son of a bitch, son of a bitch. How's that? Go a little louder. Son of a bitch, son of a bitch. Motherfucking son of a bitch. Keep going. Motherfucking son of a bitch. This is a fucking bitch of a son of a bitch. A fucking bitch of a son of a bitch. A fucking...